this week on This Galarian Life, the party makes war plans. Well, do we want to recruit in the morning or at the night? Let's get the barflies at night. New resources are at their disposal. We can buy so many alchemist fires with that. We're going to blow up so many horses. But how should they proceed in their toughest conflict yet? Truxton used to sneak off to do drugs and say he was doing something helpful. Now he's sneaking off to, to rebuild a city and pretending to do drugs. A special recruit may hold the key even though they are heavily guarded. Fucking Owlbear, run! Run, roll initiative. And they maybe even learn a little about themselves along the way? I don't know my dad! I can tell. That explains a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to find out. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Galarian Life. Think of where we've been as a story. In episode one, our characters were just at a regular party. Uh, they found a new place to stay and... We're having a good old time, and then they became the refugees of a war. Book one was all about surviving. They defeated the initial threat in the area and began book two. And the theme of that one was uh, much more offensive. They began to clear out their immediate surroundings and fight back just a little bit. And now, now... They're leading a counterforce against a surprise attack by the Iron Fang Legion. This is what book three is. This is a change in the direction of the characters and of the story. They are fighting back and protecting other people. So for the rest of the book, they will be planning a counter-offensive. They will be moving against the Iron Fang. And eventually, if all goes well, in 12 days' time in game, we will see a Battle of Long Shadow. I hope you all are excited for that as much as we are. Reading the book, knowing what's coming, there are some things that are going to be very, very, very fun to do and very exciting, and I cannot wait to get to that point of the adventure. I hope you all enjoy. If you are enjoying the show, please let us know by emailing us at galorianlife at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at galorianlife. We have a Facebook page. <clears throat> if you're super duper crazy enjoying us, check out our Patreon page. Just type in this Galorian Life and Patreon and there's some really cool bonus rewards. Other than that, I don't have a lot to say right now. This one's going to be a little bit longer than last week, so let's just jump right into it. Presenting Episode 55 Pet Cemetery. We all good? I guess. They don't want me to get drunk. Apparently, I was really drunk last week. Yeah, yeah was... I told you to get drunk because I'm getting drunk. I don't, I don't remember it, so I don't know if that proves your point. Oh, I remember now. We did the, the, the thingy with the, the rolls and yeah, we did the cult. Sass- <clears throat> the cold open to the episode is going to be something about you pulling a knife on somebody. <laughs> it, it was rough out How there do you at know the beginning. About that, I pulled a knife on someone. No, you you said it out loud, and then you killed William. You know, I think this happened. I do remember that. We did a verbal duel. Why are you going to let me seduce Seneca? <laughs> so we usually start with a cold open. Huh? This time we're going to start with a hot open. Oh, nice! I get it. It's a pun. 
Okay. Yeah. This is gonna open up. We cut to we cut to rest. Zero Truxton, long destroyed by a half orc. Gorgug, two crossbow bolts through his forehead. Long destroyed Laura. long ago destroyed Truxton. And then Laura, naked in bed with three elves. Greg no, walks through the door. Excuse you. I wasn't Double dead, excuse Laura, But my heart is now. Does that mean I can <clears throat> Who is who is the exact opposite of Aristotle? Aristotle. Yeah. From Mosh too. I would oh, say they're both chaotic. Or is Aristotle lawful good? Jeff, uh, <laughs> Jeff, I give you permission to give us Grave Knight Greg and or Anti Paladin Greg. Okay. Do it. So the moon peeks through the clouds of long shadow. There is a storm coming, and this groups of people, some still in their pajamas, still some with hastily donned clothing and armor, walk to the town center. Most of them still half asleep. Most of the children are still at home, but some run about. It's cold, and people are feeling it, but they were told to assemble. Mayor Crawbert steps onto a stage. A wizard casts a spell, and his voice is magically amplified, and he says, People of Long Shadow." I became your mayor a little over three years ago on this on this stage, and as your mayor, it's my job to maintain the economy. It's my job to enforce the law. It is my job to cover. It is my job to settle civil disputes, but more importantly, it is my job to protect you and... I tell you this on this night, not to scare you, but to let you be ready for what is coming. It has come to my attention that an assault is coming to Longshadow. The Iron Fang Legion brings a force the size of which has not been seen in this war yet to all walls. Now, some of you may have heard whispers on the wind of famous freedom fighters who slayed a great dragon general of the Iron Fang. Well, I'm here today to tell you that these people, they're not fairy tales. They are very much real, and they bring the threat to my attention. These people standing behind me have saved every one of your lives, because over the next 12 days, we will prepare in a way that no society has ever prepared for a war. We will build our walls, we will build our armies, we will make weapons greater than any weapons that these these hobgoblins have seen. And when 12 days is up, and they will be here in 12 days, and he pulls out a metal halberd out of his, his back, and he points it towards the gate. And when those 12 days up, not a hobgoblin will come through those gates. I am to defend you, but you all are to defend each other. Let's keep Long Shadow free. Long Shadow first. Hold on, did you believe us about all that stuff? What a crazy co- <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm going to bed. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Man. Trucks and well, Fool me once. You're literally going door to door, knocking, trying to start a riot. Unlike you, Sirix, I can commit to a bit. (laughs) Some people in the crowd, like, start to clap. Um, Some don't. They've got, like, 
worry on their face, but they all, after a few minutes, start breaking up and returning to their homes. You well, sense, supposed to last forever. You sense a certain air of determination around many of them, and the mayor walks up to you and says, I must go and plan, but you all are now members if you choose choose to accept it. You are leaders of the Long Shadow Militia, the Long Shadow Guard. I offer you in your quest to return this city to its former military glory. Some cash money, yo. Here's 20,000 gold pieces. Thank you. I will take all of that. We can buy so many alchemist fires with that. We're going to blow up so many horses. I try to hold, hide all oh, of this whole party. <laughs> and, I will uh, kill you, Bigly. Not Jack will kill Syrix. And uh, here is a... All that money is meant to be spent on the town, but, you know, wink. Uh, here's a 500 gold piece stipend for each and every one of you. I think the best help for the town is a plus three weapon for me. This is a 500 gold piece a day per diem type thing. No, like. It's just now. I mean, think of it this way. A cow is like five silver pieces. So that's like 1,000 full-grown cows. Okay, so what we need to do is create an army of cows. We can buy them from the hobgoblins. We've got got 14 days, and Laura's got handle animal, right? Handle the animal. Ah, that's (laughs) how we beat the Iron Fang Legion. We cause hyperinflation and... The iron, the iron Fang approaches the, the gates. You all send Truxton out, and he says, We have a deal for you. We'll give you all of our gold for just all of your horses and all of your carts. You guys fuck shit up with horses and carts. Not really. Like, we tried it once, and it didn't go Let, well. Let's say you fuck up horses with horses and carts. <laughs> so, with I've calculated it, and <clears throat> with... All of the gold you've gotten since last time you shopped, you have 9,500 gold pieces to all of your names, plus what you just received. And you're in a town. You said 9,500 a piece? A piece, plus what you just got. Where did that come from? Just the general gear and money you found since the last time you've shopped. So I don't know if you guys want to deal with that now, or you just want to think about it over the coming days. Uh, I'm gonna buy a belt of giant strength, and then I'll think about the remaining 6k. Okay, so <clears throat> it is day tw- you have t- there are 12 days until the Iron Fang invade. Um, but it is evening time. You basically used your first day getting from the camp where you discovered everything and convincing Mr. Crawbar. But... I'll let you kind of think about what you want to do. So here are the rules for uh, getting things back on track. Long Shadow has hit points. They're called defense points. Uh, Your job is to basically get them as high as you can, I guess. Um, uh, Long Shadow starts with 50 defense points, representing its stockpile of weapons, but also reflecting its poorly trained Melissa militia and crumbling walls. Where are our militia? Like, didn't we send them ahead to scout? Shouldn't they have reported back to us by now or something? It hasn't been that long. I mean, you guys talked to uh, Greenleaf and 
Cobb when you first got here, so, I mean, the militia is probably, like, nearby, maybe outside the walls, maybe inside the walls, I don't know, I'll let you guys decide, but they can be around, I don't have a problem with that. Did Grogu cha- uh, train them enough to where they can help train the militia here in town? I don't waste troops on hopeless endeavors. Also, I believe their place is back in New Tullersburg. I agree. That being said, Truxton, come here and check out this thing I just bought. <clears throat> What'd you get? Run at me, bro. Full speed. Take me down. All right. Corgoo graze in action. Do it. I don't think he'd be able to knock you down. No. He runs at me full speed. And, and as he leaves through the air, feet out, Corgoo activates his ring of force shield, and he flies off. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> God, so much echo. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> That was fun. Okay, so... No, seriously, I'm buying a ring of force shield. There's no question about that. So, uh, while, Go ahead. <clears throat> while you are in town, uh, you can take three actions per day to somehow fix the, the town, um, each representing about five hours of work. Um, here are some suggestions. I will listen to other things, but this should probably be able to cover most things. Uh, you, you can fix the city walls you can do things to fix the uh internal defenses like you know setting up barricades getting choke points set up and whatnot you can well you can Gorgug the- will Gorgug will work to fix the city walls can we also build palisades Derek, or boiling oil pots they you can do militia drills um with the long shadow militia uh, uh summon the- reinforcements you what can- kind of check would that be these that you're talking about um so it's a pretty city walls would be craft stone masonry uh knowledge engineering profession stone mason oh great does anybody have any of those trucks and has dungeoneering doesn't it believe so um depending on what you want to do with the internal uh defenses it could be an alchemy check a carpentry check knowledge local diplomacy to bring in help uh, militia drills, intimidate, diplomacy, profession soldier. You can also summon reinforcements. Uh, depending on who you're trying to bring in, it could be like perform oratory, a diplomacy, a profession soldier. Uh, you can work to uh, <coughs> gather siege supplies so people can like hunker down, which could be like a profession. <clears throat> baker or farmer kind of check or a survival check. Um, you can get the town folk ready, which could be like a diplomacy, a heal, a profession soldier. More like <clears throat> if it's not specifically outlined on this, I'll listen to arguments for things, but I'm not going to be like super easy on you about it. But there are plenty ways, plenty of ways to improve things in the city. Alright, well, for his part, Gorgul will spend two actions a day recruiting well, at a day it, It's The party has three actions a day. Not each one of you. Thank God. Does any of us have any skill that wow. could arguably use to help repair walls? I got local. Yeah, I have knowledge dungeoneering. I have knowledge. Y'all, y'all are jumping a little bit ahead of yourselves. Are we? What? Okay, yes. so what What are you talking about then? I'm... I'm I mean, we're talking crap for, like, the future idea of, like, what we're going to do for the city. And then from there, we'll go from the minor things, like uh, going to the wyvern camp or 
it, right. So those, those things exist still. The, yes, we get that. Long, so if you leave to deal with those, those are going to take out some of your actions. So you basically you're going to have to balance balance yes. improving the city versus yes. harming the Iron Fang region. Yes, we've all been in debate. We understand offense and defense. I say. Zero sum game. Approximately, how many days does it do you reckon we have? Eleven. Oh, to sleep tonight, boys. I say we spent. And how far away those camps? Hour west. You don't know. Oh, well, we'll send out scouts to look for them. Maybe that won't take an action point. We'll hear back, and then we can plan what we're going to do. But I think we should spend the interim recruiting and drilling, since I don't think any of us can actually rebuild a wall. I think Good. I can. Me and Truxton have knowledge engineering. Me and Dungeoneering. I have Dungeoneering and engineering. I just have Dungeoneering. But me and Truxton are going to rebuild walls together. And can't some of you, like, use... I've got knowledge checks. local. To, you said knowledge local could help us uh, summon people? Yeah. But I also have a fuck ton of oratory and intimidate, so... Um, I also have a spellcraft for that. If you think you gotta... Well, I was thinking about doing some, like, uh, magical mines or something. You know? Truxton and I trapped up the cave last time. We're old, we're, old, we're old hats at this. It's not exactly True. a good form to just make traps and blow them up. It's kind of shitty. What? Wait, we are not going to fight. Hey, it's not, exactly, it's not exactly good form to be French either, but look at you. I mean, fair enough, but I don't have a choice no. in this. We have a choice in what you're about to do. Shock, no. Don't tell us that the Iron Fang is noble and that we're going to fight no, them. No, they are not Mono Mono. We are Mono. We are noble. We aren't shit-tiered, blow-up sides of walls to rain. Okay, in well, serious. Okay, speak for yourself, John. Serious, Me I and Truxton. Like we like don't need alignment. to do that. He's like a good... Okay, well, all right, we won't do it. We won't do it. Shock's been gone for a very long time. Serious, we're doing he it. He doesn't know what you hold. <laughs> Truxton, we're, we're gonna pretend that we're gonna go off and smoke weed, but we're gonna I actually right trap well, I think you might have a problem with that, too. Gorgugus. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you've seen Jack constantly been doing some sort of drugs. Gorgug stares off into the middle distance, goes to the dead, asks them about honor. Yes, we can all quote Game of Thrones, whatever. I really <laughs> look, at, look at the piles of dead, Jacques, and tell me. Did honor save that? <laughs> I really, I really appreciate how Truxton used to sneak off to do drugs and say he was doing something helpful. Now he's sneaking off to to rebuild a city and pretending to do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about me, guys. I'm gonna be over here smoking a whole bunch of weed. I mean, we'll hammer prob- to the wall and starts adding adding wood planks to it to fill the holes in. I mean, we'll probably <laughs> hit the bong a few times, but all right. So you guys want to spend like two days recruiting, like two actions recruiting, one action building every day? Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on, though. Are any of these fucking townspeople gonna be worth a damn? No. <laughs> you know I'm not a big. You know I'm not a big believer well, in militias. Okay. Listen, trust. It only takes one body to block an arrow. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Meet one. And it's not your body. Okay, we yeah, put a we probably wall. will be before all this is over. Sirix and I reviewed the rebuild the beautiful, useful wall, and then we put a meat wall in front of that wall. With everybody <laughs> the people in front of I like the wall to remain after all this. Okay. We did put a lot of work into the wall. So you guys have a general plan? 
No. Yes. Yes. We do not. I have Gavin, right? Jet and is not wanting to use good tactics aside. Like, Gavin has no idea what the fuck's about to happen. Okay, listen. Let me eat this cheese and I'll tell you what's going to happen. All right, so here's the deal. I think, strategically speaking, recruiting people is a good thing to do for the first few days. And I'm sure at some point, Dirk will say, well, it's not working anymore. You've recruited too many, which is fine. We can then spend days drilling and building. And so having bodies is probably number one. Strong walls is a close number two. Anything else is probably a distant number three. You know, we could try to create a bullshit like, let's train younger people who, you know, they're not really children, but they're also, you know, the tweens. Make the fastest tweens be messengers during the battle. Maybe they'll help with communications, you know, that kind of bullshit. Um, but really, I think if you spend the first few days recruiting and building, once those two things are more or less complete, we can start refining our options. So each each of these actions have a limit on how many times you can do it. I'm, I will let you know when you reach it, but I'm not going to let you know before. Yeah, that's and I think, like I said, those two most important things when we hit their limit, that'll be a, a good problem <clears throat> to have. Right. So like, I'm not I'm not going to make you like do it. Like if the limit's five times, I'm not going to make you do it six and then say, oh fuck you. But I'll I'll you know. This will be real easy. You know, I think Laura and uh, Gorgug are going to be a great recruiting party because Gorgug can yell at people and call them pussies. And Laura can stand there as a woman holding a bow with the implication being uh, that, well, maybe as, as a strong father, you should do the same. Um, do you want me to tell you what each one does or do you want to not mitigate? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. The knowledge. We want that. Think of the show. I mean, Sam and Sam don't want a metagame. Really? What's a metagame? Like, exactly. exactly. I mean, y'all y'all constantly talk tactics and stuff, and y'all constantly talk <laughs> about abilities and HP. That is, like... How about... I'm, I'll tell you what the benefit is after you do each action. Let us be dumb fucks, please. What are we talking about now? I'm watching Joe Biden gaps on uh, <laughs> this Galarian Twitter. Boy, this is going to be timely that... when that this episode comes out. <laughs> Do you think Joe Biden is... Oh, never mind. Go ahead, Derek. I'm sorry. <clears throat> so before you before you all turn in for the night, solemn hooded figure approaches your party. He removes his hood, and it's none other than Solomon Zane, the human cleric of Abadar. Good evening, friends. Um, listening to you in there and listening to... Uh, the mayor's little speech it makes me regret my uh, actions in our little conversation. And as a uh, peace offers off that a peace offering, I wish to uh, give you something. It's not worth much money. Uh, any hand? Uh, I don't want it. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out or his like. It's a golden holy symbol of Abadar with uh, tiny bits of diamonds and jewels embedded in it. Too small to be worth money. This is the... This is my official holy symbol. I'll go back to a silver one for the time being, but in, in the process of restoring the town, if you offer this to any of the shopkeeps or the people you buy supplies from, I'm sure they will give you a bit of a deal. <laughs> I've had this since since I emerged from cleric school. 17 years of age. So please, please do not, do not lose it. But 
I hope you find use and meaning from it. Gorgug approaches. We thank you for this gift, Ellis and High Priest. You and your clergy are going to be vital in the coming fight. I can only presume you have some healing spells and abilities. Yes, but he is a cleric of Abadar, so he must ask for us to pay for it. If you Fair. give me... And then I spit me, on the ground. If you give me a copper piece up front, I will... That fulfills my... I feel like I'm God's, a slow... desi- God's desires and allows me to mm. heal. You know what, Padre? I, I, I like your style. And I wink at him. His, his eyes get all bright and shiny. Ooh, silver. Much better than copper. Thank you. Goodbye. And then he goes and pays another whore. How dare you? I am right here. He married a prostitute, so it's okay. It does seem fitting that a priest of Abadar would marry a working woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, on, the only way a priest of Abadar can get married is if if the woman feels comfortable with him paying her every night. Yeah, so uh, if unless you have any more business... Actually, is there anything uh, me and my uh, flock can do to help you in the coming days outside of just being ready to heal? Uh, I believe so. Uh, there will, of course, be injuries during the building process. If any of you, and I believe Abadar might be up this alley, can assist in the rebuilding of the town defenses, the walls and whatnot, we'd greatly appreciate it. Out, I mean, outside of healing, we can... The healing is, is to send send your wounded to the church, but is there anything you wish us to actually... Like I said, you have spells to build walls or assist in doing so? I, I suppose some of us might. Good, and I assume you know your spell book a bit better than I do. Let me ask you this, priest. How versed are you in the arcane arts? Perhaps mystical or legendary items? Seven percent. I can make a spellcraft check, I suppose. I see. You ever seen a book like this? And Gorgu pulls out the magic book that occasionally gives him messages. Uh, hmm. I have not heard of such a tome. May I look at it? By all means. He dies. He, he looks at it, and he opens it, and he, like, flips a page, flips another page, and kind of looks confused until he goes, This is a very strange book. It only, only speaks of Abadar, but only... Only the very simple tales of Abadards of our book labeled to be about secrets. It doesn't offer many secrets. Interesting. You should see the chapters on the rough god. Fascinating read. Uh, I do not see such chapters. I only see Abadar. This is a very strange book. Indeed. We'll talk after the fight, assuming you live. I recommend you spend your days getting ready and helping us on the wall. I, although uh, I think maybe the woman who owns a foundry might be more helpful at the wall, I will report there. All right, let's go talk to this steel broad. Uh, <clears throat> she's already asleep. And he turns around and he goes, Gorgug, one last thing. I'm sure your father was proud of you. And he skips away. <laughs> I cast taste and fuck him <laughs> I'm proud of well, you, Well, that escalated quickly. But yes, uh, I will talk to uh, Seneca and uh, Garrett and get them to uh, operate around the town as well. Uh, Seneca could probably be useful in the, uh, well, in, she's a, Seneca's a, a shipping magnate, as she likes to say. She, she would be very good at getting supplies in from the outside, and Garrett, of course, is owner of the local foundry. He can 
provide and he can build as well. So, uh, yes, I'm we, something of a shipping magnate myself. A I, have shipping a wonderful, magnate. I, have a, I have a wonderful thread or a board, if you would, on Tumblr. Nothing but shipping. First of all, one. Wait, what? <laughs> That's entry one on Gorgug's. First of all, boards are part of Pinterest. Get your. F- <laughs> I hardly see how that matters. <laughs> <laughs> you say Seneca's a shipping magnet. Yeah. Okay. I'll, jot, I'll jot that down. Okay. So, yeah, you've got the mayor making military plans, you've got the three advisors helping you with your projects, so I guess you'll probably see them about town. Other than that, we can call it a night and begin working in the morning. I believe that our party has business with the local thieves guild. Do you? Well, they know certain things about this town that perhaps a normal soldier would not. Perhaps they could assist in shoring up some lesser known defenses. I'm going to call that a recruitment action. Oh, we we got a band of thieves to hold the walls. So if, if that's something you want to do, I mean, we can, if, if we, we can do if it. We have, if we have an action to use today, that'd be interesting. You know what? You guys can have one action tonight. Who's got the best knowledge local? I have plus twelve. Okay, you might be able good. to find a thief. Um, yeah, and you guys can aid each other. I'll I'll help you out. There we go. Evil mouse. I'm gonna say Grogoog, though your inspire competence since it's over a, a five hour period is probably not gonna be helpful unless you can stretch it for five hours. I absolutely cannot. Okay, roll them bones. Trying to find some. Oh, you know, That's the Laura's bonus. So she can give him one. Roll twenty nine, Jack. I thought uh, I thought Grogoog was gonna give me an eight as well. I uh, can you stack eights? Yeah. What do you, what do you want for that, Derek? Uh, knowledge local. Uh, wait. Do you, have, do you have that thing? That I rolled a out? twenty to aid with knowledge local. Is it trained? Yeah, I have okay. like a six in it. Do you have ranks in it? Well, you'd have to because you're a dumb bitch. Fuck you! And also, yes, I have three ranks in it. Derek, go suck my dick. I was just saying what you always say. Yeah, Jesus it's Christ, okay Derek. when I say it. Gorgug does not Which? have bard. Gorgug does not have bardic knowledge. He's not that kind of bard. Look, look, you got a plus four, Jacques. What? You got a plus four to your roll. What about uh, twenty-two? Wow. Uh, so Eames rolled a natural one, but he gets a fifteen overall. Oh, that's a twenty-four. Oh, hold on, let me roll this. No, you already rolled. Boo! Well, he has to say it. I rolled a natural twenty for a eighty-nine. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> um. So you get a plus six, Jacques. 24. Uh, yep, yeah, you are uh, successful in finding the local thieves guild. You're welcome. Uh, fucking trippy. <clears throat> I convinced yeah. them to stop being thieves and to help defend the town this one last time. No, they can be thieves because, you know. No, 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 no. no. I'm doing it. Y'all are aiding me. Yeah, you made the rule, guys. That's fair. Fuck you. I wink at them and tell them they can still be thieves. Mm, well, um, this is a little against our trading, but if the Iron Fang's uh, coming, we'll uh, stop thieving for 12, maybe 13 days, I guess. Thank you, Jacques, for reforming us and making us stronger people. You are always stronger people. Hey, so we'll uh, get to work uh, helping to rebuild the town and training ourselves for the fight to come. We'll attack from the shadows and also do other stuff from the shadows. Perfect. Maybe some spying? 
No, yes. no, no. Let's keep them inside the walls. We'll figure it out. So as you're as you're walking <coughs> walking away from the thieves guild, the thief you're talking talking to, uh, <coughs> Ramadar uh, and Johnson, he says, "Just one last thing, Jacques. Your father would be proud of you." I doubt it. He was a scumbag. Yeah, fuck these people. <laughs> uh, like father, like son. Let's continue on. To bed. Okay, so that gives you. I'll uh, say that that's uh, five defense points. So I need somebody to keep track of that. I got it. Thank you, Gab. So, so that's currently at 55. Is it bedtime? Yeah. Good night. So everybody heals up whatever you normally heal up. And then you wake up the next morning. And <clears throat> there's outside of the inn, there's a bustle of activity as citizens uh, are walking around with uh, lot, like lumber and buckets full of cement and rocks um, all look very uh, purpose-driven and motivated. Uh, you'll see uh, at the wall you see Solomon directing his clerics uh, in building the wall. They're doing it very haphazardly and badly but it's still getting the job done. Uh, you think to yourself... If only we had instructed the man who owns the foundry to do this instead of the local clerics. He was sleeping. She was sleeping. <clears throat> but then, then a, uh, a uh, scaffolding falls down onto a local a, a guard member um, from the wall, and a cleric casts tear light wounds on him, and one of the scratches goes away. He's still bleeding profusely, but he is healed. He is safe. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> So maybe maybe it's best you said the clerics. Okay, so what's on uh, what's on tap for today? Well, do we want to recruit in the morning or at the night? Let's get the barflies at night. <laughs> you can recruit the drunks. Yes. They have very high pain tolerance. I say let's start out the morning with some good old fashioned wall building. Okay, so I'm gonna need a stone masonry craft or knowledge engineering. Well, who's got higher engineering? Trust and Eric's here. I'm 7 plus 1d6. That's 22 in the chat. No. Oh, baby, we got a wall. Oh, baby, a triple. Truxton rebuilds one square foot of the wall. <laughs> uh, what'd you get? 24. 22. Okay. Truxton does a pretty good job. Uh, Thank you. <clears throat> he, um, he finds a, um, a portion of the wall that is very uh, kind of weak, like... It doesn't look like it's structurally unsound from the outside, but he manages to uh, discover that it's kind of hollowed out on the inside, and you all spend your five hours kind of filling up that section of the wall. But um, a couple hours, there's like wooden, I don't know, braces. I don't know what you would call them in construction, but the things like holding up the walls. That you guys, sure. So you guys had to build those up to make sure the wall stayed um, stayed up while you were moving moving bits and pieces around. Um, those um, like three four hours in, those kind of just uh, collapse and uh, halt your progress. Dang, Truxton did a, a very good job. Fuck! Not good enough, I'm guessing. I uh, you actually lose five defense points. Oh what the fuck! No! Yeah, what the fuck ever? Can we just like? Get on this. Nope. Are they? What day is this? Day eleven. Yep. 
Okay, good. All right, well, that's, I guess, spend the afternoon trying to fix it. I don't know. Fuck. Well, why don't you uh, check out that wood that fell? Well, let's run off the wood. Uh, it fell. Well, let's go look at the wood. Then, uh, okay. I'm going to check out this wood. Or give me some knowledge nature on this bullshit. Knowledge nature? What do I look like, my daughter? How about instead you give me a perception check? Oh, well, that works better. 19. I also rolled a 19. Sirix, you're always trying to one-up me. Come on. What do I need to roll? Perception. Pay attention. Fuck. No. No. 24. 24 perceptions. Suck my ass. 23. Good job, both of you. Uh, it kind of just looks like wood. Uh, it was. Derek, um, I hope you die in a fire. Well, maybe you need to make the DC 25 perception check. Well, uh, let me try again. I'll look harder. I was assisting Cyrix, so that's. Maybe you should much. die in a fire. That's 47. Yeah, Hell so yeah. whoever um, <clears throat> the uh, this pylon uh, or whatnot is kind of like not super greatly constructed so it kind of just like collapsed under its own weight that's what you get so to my just to confirm we never actually got like the local builder like the foundry person to get us to to help us i mean they're they're all running around and doing other things but like the the clerics and whatnot are there 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 are people who are capable carpenters and builders at the wall right now but just this section happened to be kind of sort of really shitty. Well, just in case, let me throw a quick detect magic at this board. Uh, no magic. Oh, that's good. The truck sends a little bit magic, though. Let's get rolling along here. Do we want to spend the next shift trying to fix this, or do we want to go recruiting? Or any other ideas? My dad always says, measure twice, cut once. Let's if we it. want to recruit, I do have a plus 11. I can help Jock with uh, recruiting people. Can we recruit diplomacy? We recruit or diplomacy. it's uh, knowledge local. If you can recruit with diplomacy, then we should do that. But if we're going to do the knowledge local, then I can help. But you don't want Laura helping with that diplomacy. That's a negative one check. That's a bad idea. Wolf girl. We're going door to door, and Cyrix is asking them to join the army, but in a way that uh, doesn't seem like they're joining the army. It's just until they, once they get drawn into the conversation and start agreeing to everything she says, they then realize they've been drafted. So, so you're gonna fuck them, and and when they're about to finish, you're gonna stop and say, "Join the military." Or in- no, I'm just gonna like talk to them, tell them about you know it's a great day, get some conversation going on, and then be like, "Hey, by the way, you know, didn't you know there's like a war going on?" And talk about that for a little bit, and be like, "Isn't it sad that we don't have enough Hold on there, to help? hold on there, cowboy. Only roughnecks get the bust. <laughs> no! This will be like, isn't it really sad that we don't have enough people to join the army? And they're going to be like, yeah, that is really sad. Like, exactly. That's why you're now part of the army. Amazing. Do I get aid from Shock? I don't know. Please, um, Derwick? In, if, if he rolls it, yeah. He rolls 21. Okay, yeah. A 30 diplomacy check. So, right. so anyway, ha- about halfway through your activities, and that succeeds, and you get five um, gold, five points. Damn it! I want a gold. So you're back to fifty-five. Uh, <clears throat> but halfway through, uh, a young half-elf woman walks up to you and says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, it's it's me, Seneca the half-elf, the shipping magnate." Hi. Uh, 
Hi. Hey, baby. Oh, my God, Cyrix. Jesus. Anyway, uh, I saw you had uh, Solomon over at the wall. I was wondering if uh, me and my people could, uh, you know, assist with anything. And she winks at Cyrix. You can help with whatever you want. No, I got it unlocked. No, you don't. You go ahead and go do whatever your deeds, other deeds are. I'll I'll take care of the wall. Well, no, let the let let the pretty half elf help you. Okay, you can go do it. Okay, I, I don't want to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm honestly like too good for that. I'm too important, so I'm gonna help with <laughs> the important stuff, and you can do your ship price would actually be a. A significant value to us. Not only, not only is it important that you watch the port to ensure the Iron Ring doesn't attack from the sea, but some skilled workers of wood, not quite like Cyrix here, could be useful on the wall. There was an incident this morning with some rotten boards. Excuse me? So if you can send your best shipwrights to assist us in the construction, and if you can spare some ships for defense and scouting, we'd be greatly appreciative. Oh, that's that sounds good. Um, I was, as a town leader, I was going to offer my help in, you know, in recruiting the townsfolk to join up, but uh, it seems as if you have that all covered, so. Well, well, allow me to amend my previous statement. Make sure you send your shipwrights with swords, because once they're done building, they'll be manning those walls. Absolutely. Anything I can do to help. A little bit of Anything? Oh, Lord. (laughs) She starts walking away, and she turns around, and one last thing. Cyrix, yes. your father would be proud of you. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> I don't know my dad. I can tell. That explains a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you get, um, I don't know, probably about 50 people to join up. Hold yeah. on, Truxton would like to attempt something. Yeah. A one-time roll. Derek, yeah. I have a plus 19 to stealth. Here's what I'd like to do. I would like to try to, in their sleep, Dress most of the town in uniforms, military garb. <laughs> Pick them up gently and deliver them to the front lines where a meat wall stands. <laughs> Maybe like the night before the invasion, that would be more useful. Okay, I'm gonna do it the night before the invasion. Let's roll your stealth check in advance, and I'll reveal. I will aid and him. I and will I'll, aid him. And I'll reveal what happens ten episodes from now. Uh, let's say a natural, <laughs> Nat- natural four. That's nice. I don't hate him. Sorry. Okay, I think we can get one out, Sirius. Let's <laughs> hold on, Sirius. Bad roll, but let's go for the babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna spend the next. I'm gonna spend the next three months just sitting at my desk rolling fucking perception checks. <laughs> I'm do one perception check a day. All okay. Right. Can you have disadvantage on this? Yeah, if that was a Pathfinder thing, I would definitely... Alright, that'll be six months, then. Alright, Laura, you want to go drill the boys? I can't actually help you. That's serious. I think. Does Laura not pack intimidate? Anyway. I intimidate? No, basically no charisma skills. All she's really good at is shooting things and running around in the woods. But it's it's about five o'clock in the afternoon, so you all... uh, Have a beer. Yeah. And Mayor Crawbert is there. And oh, it, it seems as if you all are making progress, at least getting more folks into the military. Oh. Yeah, the wall's looking great. Don't even check on that shit. I, I heard you did a very good job, but there was an unfortunate incident. Yeah, um, your wood is <clears throat> dick. It's trash. Yes, well, just keep applying that good work to it, Truxton. I will. 
Someday your father will be proud of you. You got any coin in it for me? Yeah, here's a here's a coin. I got a coin. It's not worth any money, but it's a coin. I show Sirius the coin. <laughs> That's um, Preston. It's not worth any money. Yeah, but it's a symbol of my good work. I mean, he's screwing you over. Oh. Anyway, um. You should demand more coin. Another coin, please. There's a second, even more worthless coin, Truxton. It's not screwing you over because it's a fucking car wash token. It's a Chuck E. Cheese token. Well, listen, last time we had cards, they weren't in great shape. They could use a wash. If this coin has magical properties, Truxton, if you ever find yourself in a magical plane called Dave and Bustairs, it will allow you to play one. One game games. of Mortal Kombat. Two games. Okay, but of I want to play Kombat. the VR games. Are those two tokens? <laughs> yes. Well, then give them I'm two more that coins. Hold on, I'm worried that they're four tokens. Well, I need two more coins. Unfortunately, two more coins, or I will roll for initiative. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the genie only gave me two coins. He said, God, "My only genie wishes I had you, left." Goodbye. I walk away. All and he right. says, "He says I lied. His father would never be proud of him." Good mayor, would you like to join us for a mustering of the troops? Well, I, had, I was actually hoping to uh, find you <clears throat> later on today. For I've got a bit of an issue. Troops and swords and weapons and very strong walls are useful in battle, but there are things that can push us over the edge. Zombies. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <clears throat> Um, so it, the Iron Fang presumably are um, employing magics as well as military might. Um, so to prepare ourselves... I think maybe it's best we have some some options for that as well. Um, the only issue is that, well, I have a friend, well, an acquaintance, a business partner, uh, a wizard who lives who lives a few miles away. Uh, she would come in once a month or so and bring us magical supplies and all kinds of things. Um, She's usually uh, very, very quick to respond. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't seen her for several months, and I'm very, very worried that uh, something may have happened. She's, she's a bit un- unstable emotionally, but her, her aid could be, be priceless to, to this combat that we are about to face. I don't know... Obviously, my place is still in the town. If you wish to seek her out, he kind of explains where the, her wizard tower is. Uh, go find her if you think this might be be important. A, uh, a chance to get additional support. I sent two riders out to retrieve her this morning because I grew wary that she hadn't been responding. Uh, they should be back by now, and they are not back by now, so I worry something more dangerous than what I was expecting may have happened. I will Crombert, say... Crombert! Yes? Got a couple questions for you. You this wizard lady ever have a thing? Oh, no. Uh, she she doesn't much care for other other people. Plus, I've been married since I was 13, like most men in the medieval days. 
A second question, is this wizard lady hot? I have, yes. I'm just going to say yes because that's the answer you want. Then I'll take care of it. Um, outside of her just... My god, is that how you get you serious to do, actually do things? It's, yeah. Uh, Laura? Laura? <laughs> Uh, outside of her just usual use of uh, magic, uh, she's always been fascinated with, uh, how do I say this, uh, monsters? Uh, especially those created or warped in some way by magic. So she might have some uh, recruits of her own to bring to the battle if you can find her. Well, boys, looks like we're going to spend the afternoon saving a wizard and potentially having to kill her. How's that sound? Derek's just trying to magic roam us. He's just trying to get us to step into the dream world again. Oh, yes, if you, if you see her, um, or if you find her. Her name is Nava. She's a very nice lady. Navi? Traxton? No. Nava. Alright. Well, I'm sad again now. I hope you're happy, bitch. Laura, Jack, <laughs> do you want to you wanna do this bullshit? Um, how come you didn't invite me and Traxton? You're already down. Truxton, Truxton can't be alone. Truxton's in the baby Bjorn, so he has no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Truxton's repairing the wall in the baby Bjorn. Grogu, raise me a little high. I'm like angrily hitting the wall with one of those like baby playset hammers. <laughs> Here comes the airplane boy, open up. And somehow, and somehow you're still succeeding. <laughs> right, let's go save that wizard. So you begin riding out. Why can't we fly? Man, why didn't we enslave those griffins? Oh, no. Nature why would we do that? Nature has to find its own way. For a sweet ride. Well, we can handle animal. It's just hard. I Useless like... excuse for a ranger? I'm not a ranger. What? My husband was a ranger. Yeah, that's if you wanted a ranger, why he was you better than him you. Die. I didn't let him die. Nods and gets on horse. Let's go get that wizard. You follow the map. The wizard tower is about 20 miles to the north. Um, so you get there as as the sun begins to set. The miles, you said it was a couple miles away, Derek. Oh, I, I fucked up. I read it too as a 20. You made a promise to the customer. Nah, fuck that. I demand a fucking That's what I learned in Academy is fuck the customer. That's true. Go on, Derek. Set the scene. Get, get our palette developed here. As you approach, the tower rises from the distance. It's uh, There's a barely visible trail that leads the way, which you follow expertly, but it at certain points disappears as if nobody's traveled it for a while. Um, but eventually you reach it, and there it is, the tower that sits on a 30-foot-tall basalt cliff. Somebody give me a knowledge arcana check. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't have that. I'm going to roll better than Jeff, guaranteed. I mean, Gorgu. Won't be hard if I roll a one. <laughs> bitch. Truxton, Truxton. I rolled a beautiful four for a 16, which is better than Gorgu's, but still bad. Um, so the tower's made out of rocks, and that's what's sick. This tower's made out of rock. Does there appear to be an accessible way up to the tower? <clears throat> the bulk of the tower rises from the floor of a shallow cave at the foot of the cliff and penetrates through the ceiling into the stone above. Are there any right. windows? Uh, they are very, very narrow. Uh, do we see light? Um, as I said, sun setting, no light. No light from inside the tower, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, 
Here we go down the potentially <clears throat> haunted cave. Mind you, I was one time touched by a ghost not so long ago, and it didn't feel good. So the cave branches within the cliff to continue to the basement of a second smaller tower uh, atop the hill. Both towers protrude from the top of the cliff and terminate in conical slate roofs. Oh, God, she has two wizard towers, folks. Uh, you could climb the towers. It is a DC 30 check, uh, but there aren't any obvious entrances. If I send a detect magic at the wall, do I sense anything? Oh, it's very magic. I investigate the tower, go around and knock on all the rocks. I follow her just in case there's something in the cave. Are you in the cave or are you on the cliff? I follow her if she goes into the cave. That's all I'm saying. There, Is there like, anything in the cave? I mean, are you all in the cave? Well, yeah, Not I thought we were, were going to go to the cave look for well, a door. We probably look inside the cave first, right? Yeah, we're like looking for an entrance to this tower. Or maybe something else is in the cave. I mean, this is a cave right at the bottom of a wizard's tower. It's got to be something in there. Yeah. Okay, so if you're in the cave, a small damp cave door opens into the face of a sheer cliff. The 20 feet tall at its mouth, the ceiling of the cave slopes gently downward. From the height of 10 feet at its back, a 60-foot wide stone tower blocks almost the entire entrance. Oak splinters and iron bandlings lie scattered across the cave floor. Oof, what were those iron bandings keeping? Uh, I bet this is where she kept her pets. You enter the cave and uh, give me perception checks. Or a good with a mighty tent. Anybody else want to try? No. Okay. 16! <laughs> 23. 23. Okay. Uh, Mine's a much better 23. Where's the horrible is... monster hanging from the ceiling that's going to oh. down and rip my face? Or, uh, Laura and Truxton, from the back of the cave, you just hear uh, a low, low animalistic sound. It goes... Fucking owlbear, run! Run. Roll initiative. No, run! That's three owlbears charged from the darkness. Three owlbears? Wait, what? Do we all know what an owlbear looks like? No. Imagine Imagine a grizzly bear. I don't know. Owl's face. Okay. Roll the 15 initiative. Are we on a combat map? Yep. Hell yeah. Give me a combat map and I'll kill a Poor Guten will spend his move action. Uh, casting Inspire Competence. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's Inspire Courage. It's probably a little bit better. Uh, you all know how that works. He will then, with his free hand, grab a rod from his belt. And while gripping it, he casts Taste upon the party. Extended. It's the owlbear on the left turn. He's gonna attempt to fall around Jacques. Nope. I couldn't bear it if Jacques died. <clears throat> oh! 24 to hit. That, that pun was awful. Boom! Remember, you have hey, Stacy, if that matters. It does. It says who? It does. Oh, wait, no, I have 24 AC, so that would give me 25. 24 doesn't. Right, claw. Uh, you said 25? Yes. So he, he claws. Uh, take nine damage and check your uh, CMD for me. Uh, CMD is 30. Uh, 32. You're grappling. That's not so bad. Well, I can't use a weapon with two hands. Um, Cyrix the Mesmerist's turn. Okay. Um, I start staring at that one and then I attack it twice because I took a five foot step. Does a 33 hit? Uh, yes. 
24 damage, uh, and I don't think an 11 hits. It does not affect. Okay. And then I end my turn. And I dab. He's going to have a five foot step down. Four attack. Here's a bite. 24. That does hit. That's eight damage. Here's a claw. Uh, 24 again. Uh, Eight damage. And the last claw. Ah, 15. Oh, grapple. Check your CMD. Okay. My CMD is a 21. Oh, so 16 doesn't beat it. You are ungrabbed. Now it's your big boy friend's Hilmer's turn. Not Hilmer. He doesn't have enough space to get him over. That's what you get for being gargantuan, you son of a bitch. So he'll move 10 feet down in between his two buddies and take a a bite out of Jacques. I guess he's technically just huge. He's not gargantuan. That's a 20. Even being grappled, that probably doesn't hit. Nope. Um, Truxton Pimbleton. Hell yeah. Okay, so this 10-foot step here. Suck on my adhesive spittle. Bugbear. That's uh, one you've only used once in like six months ago. Alright, well now it's level 10, so it does like a lot of damage. You think it's all their spell resistance? Why do you think owlbears have DR and spell resistance? They're animals. They're fake. No, they're not. They're magical beasts. Make a reflex throw, Derek. Reflex partial, actually. To the one directly in front of me, by the way. Just a split. Uh, 17. It misses. Oh, wait. I don't know. How do I determine this? Ah! Ty goes to the attacking man, so it hits. Yeah, I don't quite think so. It's a DC 17? Um, no. Wait. Yeah, 10 plus spell level plus my intelligence level is 15. Okay, so he succeeds. What? He got a 17. Oh. But it's only a partial save, so he's like half adhesive. So he is, and he has the entangled condition, um, but he can still move. Okay. Anything else, Truxton? It's all good for me. Okay. That's Laura's turn. Oh, thank God! I I'm gonna shoot uh, the one to the uh, left. I'm gonna rage. Gonna shoot. Does an 18 hit? Yep. It yes, does. it hits, but only because he's he's so stuck to the floor. Excellent. Thank you for your contribution. He takes 38 damage. Okay, that boy's not looking great. I take two non-lethal damage, and I end my turn. Okay. Uh, <coughs> Jacques, it is your turn. I attempt to break grapple. 20 probably doesn't make it. Nope. Oh. Uh, it, it's it's the, CM, the thing is lower because he's entangled. He's kind of like tripping around his feet, but he manages to uh, hold on to you. Okay. Um, perception checks, please. At the top of round two. This is where the wizard comes out and is like, Why are you killing my children? 14. Hey, a nat 20 for 34. Okay, that's good enough. What do I see? Um, so the front two owlbears... I see? The, the front two owlbears are just owlbears, but the back one, he's got... I mean, compared to you, it's not tiny, but it's a tiny little collar. It's so cute. And and it's got a little name badge on it, and it says Hilmer. Boris gonna like look at this fucking hulking huge death monster and be like, Helmer. Helmer? Helmer! Uh, Gorgo, it's your turn. 
It has a name tag. Its name is Hilmer. Hello, I am The Hilmer. wizard's gonna be pissed. Alright, Don't guys. kill the big one. Strategically speaking, what do you think is smarter? For me to try to pull Jacques out of this elevator's clutches? Or for me to attempt to intimidate Hilmer with a very stern voice? I'm just gonna say I do not think there are rules to allow you to help pull somebody from a grapple. I might be wrong, but I get I mean, it could, it could be like eight another, maybe, but... Yeah, I, I mean, that, it's up to DM discretion. I don't think a plus two is going to make that big of a difference in that. Jacques just has to roll higher than a six, and it'll be fine. I mean, Language. with eight, I just have to roll higher than a four. All right, then the question becomes, should I yell at Hilmer, or should I message to Hilmer? Well, I don't think it speaks English. Common. I think it speaks its name. This is Any thoughts on the table? About intimidating him? Uh, I mean, or he just hit this fucker. Just smack him. Give him a snack. I can't smack him right now. I'd smack the other one, but... Fuck it. Korgug will five-foot step directly up. I'm going to go for a full round on this little fucker. This 23 hit. Yes. Uh, Take 15... uh, Yeah, 15 damage. Derek, answer the simple question. An owl there. Yeah, he's a magical beast. Good. Uh, Natural three for 26. Uh, you're good. He is shaken. Uh, I'm sure a 31's gonna hit even before I had the mod. Of- oh, that's threat range, isn't it? Is it a 19? Yeah. Yeah, that's a critical threat. Good. What a, what, what a 20 confirm? Uh, yeah, 20 confirms. Just barely. So a. So 31 points of damage. I'll take it. Uh, he's dead. See, Ja, we can have fun too. Uh, so seeing his. His brother dead. Um, the uh, Albert grappling shackles maintaining the grapple. It's uh, a four on the dice. 20, twenty-five. What? Going to be twenty-five. Oh, he does not maintain the grapple. Okay. Is that a move or a standard? Move. And a bite. And fucking miss. So it is Cyrix's turn. Five hits up here, and then I'm gonna attack. Uh, Hill, Hiller, Hiller, uh, and I forgot. I am a dumb bitch, and yes, I can say that. I'm like Derek, uh, because of haste, I get three attacks. Does 26 hit? It doesn't. It does though. 19 damage. Oof. God damn. Uh, that's a crit. Hold on. Okay, roll to confirm. Natural 20. This is a 19 confirm. Yeah. So 17 <laughs> on the crit. And then a 26? Yeah. Eight damage. Helmer is a little bit more beefy than these other boys. So he's still standing, but he's he's cut, cut up quite quite a bit. It's the dead one's turn. Total of 44 damage. Nice. I reckon we try to talk the giant beast down. I don't think the wizard would likely kill her best. Uh, that boy Helmer is going to attack Cyrix, who had just injured him gravely. Is a 26 to hit by two. Is a 26 to hit. Claw one is a 21 to hit. Is that a hit? Yes. Claw two is a 20 to hit. Yes. 20 hits? Yes. My is like 18. With haste, it's 19 or 20. Okay. Um, we're going to take 30 points of damage for me. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming you're probably grappled. Yeah, probably. It's uh, a 31. Yep. 
Yeah, so Cyrix takes 30 damage and is grappled. I am down to 10 HP. Cyrix, how you doing? 10 HP, Truxton! Sweet. Uh, Truxton, stir him. Alright, don't worry, I'm gonna kill them all in one blow. <laughs> That's usually what Cyrix does. Fuck off! <laughs> Herpes is non-lethal. Come on. That's true. Alright, I'm... Five foot stepping, and I'm double attacking. Okay. And I'm gonna take advantage on this. Okay, probably triple attack. Triple. You are hate Oh, I'm triple attacking. And the first one is at uh, full bonus, right? Yeah. You gonna study it or anything? Hell yeah, I'm gonna study it. Yeah. Make that attack roll. Okay, that was supposed to be 17, and I rolled 117. So we'll go 26 on the first one. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that hits. Cause it's not. You don't have a keen rate here. No. Yeah, that hits. Second is a 27, which will also hit. Why don't you roll the damage? Well, how about I roll the third? I will roll the damage for the first one. Okay. If it goes a certain way, I've got a very funny joke. 13. Oh, my joke will not land. Go ahead and roll but my second attack will. What's the second attack? Second attack is a 27. Yeah, that hits. And that's 17. Okay, uh, I've got good news and bad news. Bad news is you will not be receiving your third attack. Uh, the good news is he's dead. You overhyped the joke. Yeah, it would have been funnier on the first <laughs> one. It would have been funnier on the first one because I think this is like one of the first times you've gotten to attack. <laughs> but Laura, it's your be the turn. Last. The fate of a noble, gentle beast is in your hands. <laughs> you might have to kill Cyrix to save it. What? Something, something, Cyrix was the noble beast all along. No. Uh, Laura is going to hold her bow at the ready, uh, but she is going to yell out, Hey, those of you who have uh, a little more charisma, why don't you try and help calm this beast? Uh, what's its name? Hildor? Hilmer. 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 Uh, and she also yells out, Hilmer, calm down! Hilmer, I know you're mad, but... Does anybody handle animal? I believe I do, actually. Oh, there you go. So are, are you? I do not. Just horrible. The, the charisma. It is a charisma-based skill. It is a charisma-based skill. And he, it is trained, though, so... Gorgook? Is it trained only? No. It's got a little asterisk next to it. Mine doesn't have an asterisk. Mine has an asterisk. Oh, I'll take the two for one. If it's trained only. Asked. Uh, I'll also accept wild empathy checks. Which none of us have. What the fuck is that? Uh, Jacques, it's your turn. Well, Jacques doesn't want Cyrix to die, so he's just gonna attack him. Thanks, baby. I suppose. You could non-lethal smack that savage, too. Non-lethal, the owlbear, I believe you. Does a 32 hit? Uh, yes. 30 damage. Okay. Nice. Does a 37 hit? <laughs> I'm sorry, does a 31 so confirm? I hate you so much. Gavin, I love you. Why do you crit so much? I don't know. I wish I did more in my games, but yep, <laughs> I, I crit and I go ahead and do 90 damage. Uh, yeah, Helmer Jesus Christ! Helmer explodes and the viscera remain. The only viscera that remains is covering Cyrix in a Carrie-esque fashion. I need healing. You Please. have you have defeated the owlbears of the cave of the wizard. And the wizard comes down and says, Thank you for killing my pets. They had feline AIDS. 
Syrix, I gave you 25 HP. Oh my god, I love you. Okay. As you make your way around the cave, you find two double doors that presumably lead into the tower. Two doors, you say? Well, a set of double doors. We open them both. So you see a couple things. A few simple trophies. A shredded Multhuni banner with a few monster skulls and what appears to be a dented shield hanging from the walls of this otherwise bare high ceiling room. Uh, heavy double doors stand on the west opposite of the tower's shattered front doors. A smaller door leads north. Spiral stairs lead to the south up. Spiral staircase. Um, but before you do that, somebody give me anybody give me a perception check. Now twenty for thirty-four. <laughs> Natural one for thirteen. Uh, bitch. So somehow, Laura. Somehow, Cyrix doesn't hear this. Um, so there's, there's not like a lot of like good soundproofing in this tower. And I don't know if they're, they, some form of medieval vents are causing sound from a higher floor to come down to the bottom. But this is what you hear. Kind of muffled, but it's tick tock, tick tock, clock on the wall is my only friend. And... Hold on a second. You twist your head around the stairs, and there's just kind of this greeny haze to everything in here. And that's the end of our broadcast. God damn it. Are we dreamscaping again? Oh, yeah. Wait, Uh, does this mean Gavin's DMing? No. No. You're not. not, Fuck you. (laughs) You know, they say. (laughs) No! Shut up! That's all things the die stayed at. Fuck off, Gregor Pendleton. podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.